Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey, I'm 89's host Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are Cinebuds. Today, we're talking about Oliver Sacks, his own life. And we're talking about that because the film festival is underway. You're welcome. The Milwaukee Film Festival is virtual this year. Opening night of the film festival is October 15th. So that's right. It's likely that you're listening to this and it's already started or it's about to start. Or it's just emotionally started for you, which could be June for all I know. True. So Oliver Sacks, his own life, is playing at the film festival and we watched it. We did. I'm happy to have watched it. I'm happy to have watched it too. I mean, this is like. <laughs> this is like two robots doing a movie podcast. I am pleased to have watched this. I Next. am also pleased to have watched this. <laughs> this is this is is this parts of arts and artists? Yeah, uh, oh, no, I think it's just part of the uh, <laughs> of the documentary program, though it does qualify. Yes, I would say you know the controversy here is how did it escape being an arts and artist? You know, and I could be wrong. I'm going to check. There's so many no, movies I'm to keep track it. of. Oh, are you okay? It's documentary festival favorites. You didn't get it, Christopher. Interesting. I think it's because he's a scientist. Um, I beg to differ. I would say that he is an artist. <laughs> you got your peanut butter and my chocolate. I mean, that's kind of what the documentary is about, too. Yeah, that's true. That's, a, that's two, a big part. That's true. That's a perfect we just example. accidentally <laughs> hit on it. <laughs> so this documentary is about Oliver Sacks, the famous neurologist, or... Writer, and that's kind of the struggle of it is is he a writer or is he a scientist, humanitarian, wonderful and unique person? I think that's like a big part of this movie is that he is one of a kind. That's, that's true. One of the, he one is of the big uh, he is the Reese's peanut butter cup of people. He is. And so did you like it, Christopher? I loved it. Let me say this. I was fascinated by his books. I've read one and I've dabbled in a couple of the other ones and uh, fascinated by the stories he told about this case histories. But man, I did not realize that he is just as fascinating in his real life. Me too. This is an easy one to love. I mean, Oliver yeah. Sacks is an easy person to love. Right. His love for humanity, his empathy, his charm, his humor. Yeah. Uh, it all really shows and comes across in this. Um, it's it's really well done, and I'm so glad that it's playing at the film festival. And I'm just glad that other people are going to get to see this too. That's true. I want to say one thing because I just re- I just had an epiphany. He kind of feels like Werner Herzog if Werner Herzog smiled more. Dude, I was thinking about it during the movie. I was like, well, I'm just like am in living in Herzog world, and yeah. I'm like, wow, Herzog is like a you know, one shade away from Herzog. I mean, if they you are plastered cousins. a big, charming smile, on, on, <laughs> yes. which is impossible on Werner Herzog's face. You have Oliver Sacks. It is very true. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oliver Sacks, his own life is playing at the Milwaukee film festival, which goes from October 15th to October 29th. I suggest you watch this film and all the others. 
Yes. Uh, so if you want a pass to the film festival, if you want an individual ticket to this movie, if you want to be involved in the festival, how do you do it, Christopher? Go to mkefilm.org slash festival to see all the films. If you want to buy a pass, go to mkefilm.org slash ticket. Uh, if you become a member, go to mkefilm.org slash members. All right. We're going to talk more about Oliver Sacks' his own life in the podcast. Stick around. Milwaukee will decide this presidential election. In a state that cast nearly 3 million ballots this last election, it came down to just 23,000 votes. So Milwaukee can decide the state. And our state's 10 electoral votes are the most important in the country. So Milwaukee is the most important city in the country in this election. So your vote could decide the election. So vote. If you have questions about anything, go to RadioMilwaukee.org slash vote. This year, film lovers with select smart TV devices can experience Milwaukee Film Festival October 15th through October 29th by watching on their home televisions. Info about Associated Bank's Milwaukee Film Checking at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. Okay, we're back. Hello, everybody. I'm not yawning. Christoph. It sounds like <laughs> I'm full sick? of energy. Are you sick of being here? No. Uh, where Where do you want to start with Oliver Sacks? Here's where I want to start. I'll tell you exactly where I want to start. Didn't know he's such a hunk. Oh, my God. What a hottie. I was not ready for that either. I like my my whole existence and knowing Oliver Sacks has been in these these old years. I was introduced yeah. to him through Radio Lab primarily, right? And um, and I just know like white haired Oliver yeah. Sacks was not familiar with the leather clad motorcycle riding amphetamine taking beefcake yeah is oliver sex that was awesome i know that was such a surprise i mean don't get me wrong bald white hair glasses that's hot everyone recognizes that <laughs> everyone recognizes that as the as like one of the main things you can be when you're hot however i was surprised to see the other lesser hot but still hot version of him oh man wow but yeah he when he's young he was like he was really intelligent. He's a doctor, but he was pumping iron. He was beefing up, and then he got into a motorcycle phase. He's riding motorcycles, and you see this picture of him on one of one of the books that's about him. You see the cover of it, and I'm like, "What case study is this?" It's like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. it was really funny, but also just super cool. Yes, um, and that I I think like going in knowing. Oliver Sacks having read a book of his and some other things too. Is he a writer? Is he a doctor? Like, what is he? And this showed that, like, that he is himself, you yeah. know, and how he got to be there. And especially th- from that beginning, growing up in England, having this fallout with his mother over his sexuality, being like essentially ostracized because of it, going right. to California, literally pumping iron on Muscle Beach. Yeah. Like it doesn't get any more like iconic than that. 
There's that yeah. part where they talk about him riding the motorcycle, like pumped up on amphetamines, riding his right. motorcycle to the Grand Canyon and him talking. And it's like, it's still yeah, he, I, for two days. He drove straight for two days or something like that. I, I love his like sense of beauty where he talks about like, you know, being on all these drugs and riding this motorcycle through the desert. And he was talking about it as laying across the motorcycle and etching a line through a spinning world as yeah. he gets to the Grand Canyon by sunrise. It's right. like even even in his like drugged out mania, it is this like beautiful, touching visual sentiment. Yeah. I mean, he does have the honor of being a man of science and a man of art at the same time, which is such a rarity. Usually your brain kind of tends uh, toward one talent or the other, but he found such fascination in the science and all these interesting cases uh, of how the brain works. He, I think he said something like the brain is the most beautiful thing in the universe. Or, I, I'm, yeah. I'm terribly misphrasing this, but um, uh, he, but he was able to write about it so beautifully and has such sympathy for his patients uh, and for just the, these cases that he comes across. But, uh, Really fascinating his life. Yeah, he had to endure so much, not just with his mother, and he struggled with his sexuality, but he had a, a terrible, terrible physical accidents that kind of became obstacles. He wrote an entire book about his leg. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he he overcame a lot. He spent 35 years kind of alone. Anyway, I don't want to say too much about his life because I want everyone to kind of discover it. Yeah, so he is like, the world's most famous neuroscientist. And it, re it reminded me a lot of like a Frank Lloyd Wright or something like that, where it's like Frank Lloyd Wright is basically the only famous architect. And why is he a famous architect? Because he was able to like be charming and fully realize himself. And it's like a, a neuroscientist, why, why hasn't there been a famous neuroscientist before? Like, because... He was able to, like you said, like board that bridge of science and yeah. art and have that insight. And to the point where it caused a lot of problems in his life, when he is releasing Awakenings and these early books, he wants to be accepted by the medical community. But it's like the writing is not dry enough for the medical community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too creative. Yeah, like he... He recognizes story and humanity and character in a way that is unbecoming of scientists and how they rejected him because of the kind of beauty of the human spirit that he saw and wrote about. And so a lot of his life is like trying to find acceptance within the scientific community while also recognizing the beauty in humanity. I, I thought that was really fascinating. I want to go back to something you said too about uh, like, why is he the only famous neuroscientist? Yeah. I, I think one of the reasons uh, that happens is because we have terrible priorities in who we kind of lionize sure. in the media and culturally, because of course he should be famous. Yeah. Uh, of course, of course he should be, uh, he, there should be posters in people's lockers of him, uh, not just because he was a hunk. But <laughs> For that reason, we, too. <laughs> we have we have terrible priorities, even beyond teenage years. We have terrible priorities as to who we're taken with that were based on attributes that aren't genius, <laughs> brilliant sure. artistry. 
But which is which brings me to something that I find fascinating about this film and a bunch of others like it. We talked about this before. This is like a time right now that's uh, some would say a bit rough. And docs like these about people like him yeah. are so satisfying. We talked about uh, RBG. We yeah, talked yeah. about uh, the Mr. Rogers documentary. Um, My Angelou, Tony Morrison. Herzog. Uh, Her- <laughs> Herzog, sure. He makes everybody happy. <laughs> but these are about people that are just doing good work and being good people. And yes. we need it more than anything right now. And this one was another great example. And yes. we had, uh, I have these K Poly office hours for the festival where members can come chat. And we had this exact conversation yeah. with some folks where we talked about this, where we like all these, these docs about people who are just good people. Like finally they're getting their due as yeah. opposed to just like, let's watch a A&E biography about Brad Pitt. Yeah. At, at a time where, empathy is lacking in spades to have someone whose chief characteristic is empathy. The thing that he like made his career on being empathetic and seeing the humanity in people that have been forgotten by science and family. Yeah. That that, it's it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 I, I highly encourage, I think this is also one of those things where, I don't know anything about this guy or I don't know anything about this topic. And that's like a perfect time to go into a doc like this Yeah, because there's a bunch of those. And we've talked about how that's like a great thing to do. Just pick, pick a film that you maybe normally would not have had an interest in or know nothing about and just dig in, just like let it wash over you because it's fascinating. It's one of those things. And he he will delight you. Like he's such a nice man. And there's a story and funny. There's yeah. There's a story in there. I'd say in like the last half about Jello, I won't say anything more, Oh my god! but it's so surprising. (laughs) It's so surprising. And it's at a moment where you really need a laugh in the film. And that's, that's like, well done. That was really well done. Uh, and the way that he like lays that story out with the like I shouldn't, I shouldn't, and then the and then he, he does so eloquently, and he speaks kind of like a doctor, right? Uh, telling a story that's very undoctorly. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Christopher, yes. you're the expert in this arts and artists. I feel oh. like you would be so good at being like if you liked Oliver Sacks, uh, his yeah. own life. You would also like, and we kind of touched on some, but I was wondering if you could like. I know one or that's two. the thing. I think I wasted wasted them all. <laughs> definitely, definitely, RBG. It's more timely than ever. Uh, I watched that one. Watch, uh, would you be my neighbor? These, those two. Watch. Uh, I think it's always a great time right now. And this isn't really about James Baldwin, but listening to James Baldwin talk is always rewarding. So. Uh, uh, I am not your Negro is a great documentary to check out right now. That again, that one doesn't make you feel good necessarily. But James, <laughs> <laughs> but however, James Baldwin makes you feel good knowing that there's yeah. somebody who grasps the topic <laughs> and speaks so incredibly well to it. I think yeah. that's the connection between he he understands what's happening and he can speak to it uh, almost better than anyone I've ever heard. Yes. So uh, those three are always at the top of my list for this kind of this kind of film. 
Wonderful. Okay. We're going to do what else we're watching, but Oliver Sacks, his own life, playing at the film festival, I would say right now, but some people might listen to this a day before that it comes out. Yeah. But the, yeah. the festival starts on Thursday, October 15th is opening night. Um, and you 4 can watch p.m. I should say. 4 so p.m. If, you're, if you try in the morning and you're confused, wait till 4 p.m. Thank you. Um, and then you can watch all of them whenever you want to watch them. That's you right. know, you can watch them all night and day. Um, in your own, I highly encourage it. Just one after the other. If you're sleeping, that's fine. Just still keep watching movies. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is one, like I, whenever I go to the film festival and Jonathan is like, if you see all 160 movies or whatever, like I will give you a free pass or whatever. And I'm like, wow, I really wish I could do that. This is your time. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We specifically told him, do "Do not make that claim this year. (laughs) That will backfire. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay, if people want to watch movies, where do they go, Christopher? They go to mkefilm.org slash festival and then click on films. It's pretty intuitive. And uh, take a look around. Great. Okay, do that. And happy film festival. Yeah. Okay, now it is time for our favorite segment. Yay! What else are you watching, Christopher? Uh, what I will say, I'm halfway through a film right now. Okay. But I want to talk about it already because it is at the festival. I'm trying to watch a lot of uh, film festival films so I can chat. Oh about yeah, them. give us some insider. One insider. that I was really excited about that we've talked. I talked about the the preview show was uh, Jumbo. Oh my god! That one after you talked about it, yeah, I was like looking at the at the thing, and I think I suggested it to I think like two people who were like, "Oh good, do you have any things?" And I was like, "Yeah." Christopher talked about this one called Jumbo, and it, it looked very up my alley. <laughs> There's a couple of things about it. So I started it late last night. I'm like, so okay. run, first, run it back on the concept. Oh yeah, sure. Jumbo. It's in the Huligante program, and it is about a woman who falls in love with a carnival ride, <laughs> which is a that's great, all you need to know. That's all that's, you need that's, to know. That's it. Like you don't even. Need I to love look at the rest. such strange and simple concepts that you make a whole film about. Yes. Um, so I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. And I started watching. It stars uh, one of the actors who was in Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which we both love uh, that yes. movie. Oh my God, and yeah. so she is in this, and I was excited about that. And I was like, is this going to be like super weird and crazy and like really artistic? Uh, and it it's not. It's interesting because it's very accessible storyline, but with moments of like, this is like under the skin moment Uh, but then it'll go into something a lot more you know these are just like these brief moments but it is uh, the thing that i was struck the most by was at the very beginning it says based on actual events oh yes and i was like (laughs) you gotta be kidding me i have heard about this there's like a woman who married the eiffel tower because she has this thing where she is attracted to inanimate objects I've heard of that. So yeah. now I, I, so I watched half last night just because I was so tired. I had to stop, but I'm going to finish the rest today. And then I'm going to dig into the subject. I'm just fascinated. I want to find out what events these were based on. Yes. But I will say so far, it is really good that uh, I wish I off the top of my head. I can't remember her name, but the actor who plays the main, uh, the main character. So good. She plays very awkward and shy and, and, and intense and then when she discovers the love she has for jumbo uh (laughs) is so interesting and you yeah i don't want to say too much but she does have a back and forth relationship 
with an inanimate object. So it has this um, slight element of the fantastic in it as well. Wow. Jumbo playing at the film festival. Also a little suggestion for the festival. We love that. Oh, yeah. Who have you been watching? Have you seen anything good? Um, I've, I'm still watching Fargo. I am oh, yeah, like yeah. one episode for being fully caught up. So Fargo, in, in two weeks, I have watched four seasons of Fargo. Wow, um, that's intense. But here in this space, I want to talk about a book because I know yeah. that we are both readers. Um, I have been reading... Wait, before we start, I just love every time I hear the phrase readers in reference readers. to people who read, there's a Bill Hicks, uh, who's a, gr- a comedian from the 80s, uh, yeah. who used to talk about how he's reading in a cafe and someone said, oh, looks like we got ourselves a reader. <laughs> Which I just thought was really, I always think of that. Anyway, continue. Well, I think it's it is like when you find another person who loves to read, you know, it's like yeah, it's it's special. So I love that we have that. Um I have been reading this book called H is for Hawk. Oh probably, yeah. I was gonna say you've probably seen it in the bookstore. It's a it's a good it's a very beautiful cover. I think yeah. it came out in like 2015 and it was like I remember it being like a big book then. It's McDonald's, something McDonald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helen McDonald. Yeah. And um, it is about her father passes away uh, in like the first couple pages. And so she is stricken with grief and she has she studies hawks for a living, but she has never raised a hawk on her own. And so it's about her, um, you know, grieving for her father and also raising this hawk. And it is just it's her first book and it is so incredibly well written it is it is just like it's such a look into her mind and the her her writing is so full of care and full of love and it's it's beautiful her her writing is absolutely beautiful and that's that's what makes it it's like it could be about anything you know but but uh, it's and one and one thing that I really like about it is that it follow it like it has a she has like a, a literary companion in it T H White who wrote this oh, book yeah. called called Once the Gosh yeah Once a Future oh, King yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I never heard about this book before oh, okay. she, but she mentions that um, yeah the Once and Future King and also he wrote the Sword in the Stone and he wrote this book called the Goshawk and so like that book becomes kind of like a companion and uh, TH white is this, is this kind of person that she, and that, and that book is she's kind of like comparing and talking about him and his life and journey as well. And I just, I kind of, I love that, like that she's going through this thing alone, but she's not because she has this book and this person that lived 200 years before she did that she's also comparing and living with. I, yeah. I think it's a really great piece to have on that. That's awesome. Um, that that book has been on my list to read for a long time. And it, a lot of people were giving it incredible accolades. And then uh, I read an excerpt from it, just like a page from it somewhere in some magazine. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to put that to the top of my list. Yeah. I have yet. So it's exciting. That's great. Yeah, it's really good. I do want to quickly mention, too, uh, because I mean, we're not going to. Uh, be back on the show for a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. 
other than our daily ones. But uh, I've also been watching Lovecraft Country. Dang, my buddy was just telling me, and everyone is talking about this, but it's on like Showtime or HBO. and It's and HBO, Force, so. and I, yeah. I just did like the free trial of it. Um, so March. I have to, I really got to get it in there before it runs out. But oh my gosh, so good. And it's got our our guy, Jonathan Majors. Oh my star. God. Talking, speaking of hunks. You know? Yeah, no kidding. And he's incredible. Uh, but it's really good. It's really, really good. I mean, it is. It, it's, it's very Neither of us are very good with scary. How are, how are you doing with the scary? It's, uh, no, fine. It's more, it's, I find very few movies genuinely scary. It's yeah, more like monstery and a more of a thriller and this kind of sci-fi element uh, very socially, uh, uh, socially uh, relevant. So um, it's really, really good. But uh, and right. it's got Cor- Courtney B. Vance in it, who's like this character actor I've always really liked. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend that. That one's really good. Heck yeah, I gotta watch that too. My buddy was like, "I'll give you my login," and yeah, yeah, has, yeah, has not given me the login yet, and I don't want to like push him. You know, I don't want to be like, "Hey, remember when you said that you would give yeah. me your login?" I so know, right? I'm waiting for him to remember. Uh, maybe he'll listen to this. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been Cinnabuds, talking about Oliver Sacks and other stuff. Uh, we are edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Oh, not Kenny Perez. He's the best. He's doing a lot of work because we're going to be doing daily segments for the I film know. festival. Bless you, uh, Kenny Perez. Bless you. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. The news. We also get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Oh. We also get support from Associated Bank, who also supports the film festival. You awesome. cannot see this, but I am doffing my cap. Yes. Um, also, thank you to members of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. Oh, yep. I will be seeing you online a lot. And, uh, oh, yeah. How are office hours going? Really? Oh, I did the first one. It went really well. It went really well. We had a great conversation. My buddy Nick was in that. He, he was. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in my uh, What You Watch on Wednesday group. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely. He was on there right away. He was one of the first ones. Did you have any uh, troublemakers? I wanted to come in there and just troll your ass. I, I've got my hand on the mute button, man. I'm ready for people like you. I don't think that we thanked. Let me check my notes. Um, okay, Polly, Kay, uh, the one and only, the man not, who makes it happen. Not necessary today. I would like to transfer my thank you to my dog, Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa! Was very good during this. Can you hear him? I, I just heard him panting a tiny bit at the end. Clip, clip and clopping. Yeah. Clip and clopping. He's been such a good boy today. Oh, he's All a right, good boy. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you later. Bye.